what's good everybody you're here with the boy t stomp we are out here with the hip-hop dissolved podcast this is actually the first episode so if you're actually listening to this you are a real one and of course i couldn't do this without my co-host martian man say what's up what's up y'all y'all ready for this exactly you know what i mean your boy, Mr. T-Stomp, out here from the West Indies, and we got Martian out here from the 6th. Canada. <laughs> Excited. But yeah. You know how it go. Regardless, man, so of course, we, you, you didn't come here to see us, you know, introduce ourselves for too long, so of course we gotta hop into these topics, and of course the first thing we gotta talk about is the fact that Alabama rapper Money Man has sold 19,000 in his first week. Is this an L or a W? Well, let me let me stop you right there. It wasn't actually his first week. That was his Deluxe's first week sales, right? Wait, what, what do you mean? Did he do It was thing? his Deluxe mixtape. Like it was he dropped the mixtape in March and he dropped the Deluxe oh. now. But ain't and the but Deluxe it, ain't the Deluxe have a heap of songs though? Yeah, he had like 10 songs it, on okay. top of the original 10 and he had a little baby to, uh 24. Yeah, cause, right? yeah, yeah, because I know yeah, 24 yeah. was an older song. Yeah, yeah. No, the whole tape, the f- second half of the tape is all old songs that were out in, like, March, mm-hmm. right? And then he just added another 10 and then added Little Baby to 24 and put it out there. Epidemic Deluxe is what dropped recently. Yeah. The Deluxe is 20 songs. The original tape was 8. So he added, like, 12 songs plus a Little Baby feature. Mm-hmm. And put it back out. And honestly, bro, like, I didn't, re- like, the only reason I found out about Money Man, like, is because he had that whole shit going on with Cash Money and Birdman and stuff. Like, in, I think 2017, he had a whole, like, lawsuit with them. And he got off independently, I believe. Um, I, I wasn't really listening to the mixtape before the Deluxe came out. I've, I heard 24s, but I really listened to it when Lil Baby got on it. I'm not really much of a fan of that song, but the whole tape in general, I think, is good. And I think 19K for a Deluxe, man, is decent like wayne's funeral deluxe did like 12k fucking g herbo's deluxe did like 28k he's right in the middle of those two you know what i mean actually now that now that you put it in perspective of the wayne thing and how wayne's deluxe did 12 that is actually a very good point and the thing granted so, wayne is on the weaker side of sales this year let's <laughs> yeah, be honest like, i but, know but, but money just, man versus even yeah. 2020 wayne I, I think we could both yeah agree. yeah it's pretty impressive i'm not gonna sit here and lie and Compare it to even like G Herbo, who's pretty hot right now. He did, I think, like 28K with his deluxe, right? And his deluxe had an Uzi feature on it on top of the original Uzi features tape at all. Money Man really had was Little Baby, as far as I know. Like, exactly. Uh, and my spiel with Money Man is this I'm also a newer Money Man fan. I actually found about out about him because a friend of mine who was actually from you know, Alabama as well was, you know, an mm-hmm. OG fan. He was like, oh, you don't listen to Money Man? And I was like, nah, I never heard of him. And this was mm-hmm. a couple months ago. And here's mm-hmm. my thing about Money Man. Money Man is a very, very big artist, in, you know, in the South. Locally. Yeah, locally, locally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even if, I think even until recently, if you went to even Atlanta, people would be like, who's Money Man? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, for yeah, somebody yeah. of, you know, in his position, to move 19k first week was you know mm-hmm. pretty good and another thing is say you're one of these folks that you're not you know a regional fan of money man you're not from mm-hmm. the midwest you're not from the you know that part of the south you know mm-hmm. you don't know too much about him well even there like when he signed that cash money thing and you know the whole cash money didn't work out and you know he he, mm-hmm. he he went to the wayside if you were an og fan and you were just maybe someone who was watching from a distance a lot of people saw that move and were like oh this is gonna be yet another artist from young money or cash money who <laughs> maybe yeah. he carried yeah, yeah, yeah. some weed or something like that but he ain't yeah. gonna have a career after this you know mm-hmm. but he to- definitely um got out of it before the whole curse could hit him mm-hmm. and let's yeah, be, let's definitely. be honest how often do we see an artist go up after leaving cash money you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they we, usually suck the life out of you and then dump you to the side you it's know? almost like, as bad as, baby it's almost like, as bad as the uh kardashian curse you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> no like the only artist i can genuinely think of like even even drake like his next album i'm sure it'll do numbers but it's not gonna do scorpion or views numbers you know mm-hmm. like every artist gives their prime to cash money the only one i could really maybe think of is tyga 
with taste, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a one-off type situation. Like, most of these artists, they give their prime to CMB, like Juvenile, even BG, right? And then they just, when they come out after Cash Money, it's not the same thing, you know what I mean? I don't know. And I actually saw, like, an old Instagram live of Money Man long, kind of summing up why he signed. And he said part of the reason he went to Cash Money was in his brain. He was like, oh, I might be able to get a Drake feature, a Wayne feature, a Nicki feature. Mm. But I don't think any of that happened at all. No, definitely not. Because, like, the whole, like, I don't know, man. Like, he might yeah. get a gutter gutter feature. He might get a <laughs> NLE job. I, I don't even know if NLE's on paper with him. But I know we've seen him in videos with Birdman. So, I don't yeah. know. But, yeah. I don't know. It's not. It's not what it seems like. Uh, what did Wayne say on Fireman? Cash money records where dreams come true. That's not true. You know what I mean? Like from what we see, from what artists say. Yeah, there's a few that are successful. A few that are very, very, very successful. But for every one that's very successful, there's five that you've never heard of. So. Exactly, and and then it yeah. also comes down to like how much initiative does the artist mm-hmm. have are you are you actually gonna hit the studio and elevate your mm. skills up or are you just gonna show up and try and be a weed carrier you know mm, no 100 percent, 100 percent. and cash money doesn't really like like i remember like one thing i remember from like the early 2009 2010 era is like all the artists they interviewed said cash money gives you a lot of freedom to do whatever you want right mm-hmm. and it sounds like a good thing but like thing is it's because they don't care you know, if you get hot, you get hot and you get pushed. If not, your album never comes out. Exactly. So. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like Birdman is the type of guy who's going to sit down and beg you to be successful. It's like, <laughs> yeah, or like work with you to develop your music or whatever. You know what I mean? Like too much freedom, I feel like is a bad thing. Like, you, like, you know how you hear about Atlantic Records and what oh, they yeah. do with their artists where they force them to make a certain type of song. Obviously, that's too much like yeah. um, from the label, but. I feel like a label should, if I'm signing to a label, beyond, like, the money support, like, I want to get feedback on, like, how to make my music better, how to appeal to more people without, like, completely changing my sound. Like, they kind of tried to do the Lupe fiasco. But, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel yeah. like, you know, just as a, a hip-hop fan over the last few years, I think it's mm. it's gotten very obvious that most of the major labels, I'm talking about the Sony, the Warner Brothers, those guys, mm. A lot, they don't really know what's hot at all. You see, like the they cha- don't. They you see the chairs of these like people who are like responsible for the business, and these are like older white folks that yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. <laughs> you can they don't really them. much listen to hip hop or nothing either. They try to create like formulas and stuff to figure out what's like popping or whatever, but you can't really do that. You know what I mean? Because honestly, like you don't know what's gonna be hot, what's gonna catch. You know, you remember that Ply song that was hot like three years ago? ran off on the plug twice yeah 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 yeah. yeah. that was just off a meme you know what i mean but no one can predict that no formula is gonna tell you okay this ply song is gonna be the one you know i'm plies before that plies i'm not a hit in like what eight ten years like yeah you know i hadn't heard of plies since 2011 when he did that welcome to my hood and then this shit came out wasn't plies like a 2007 double xl freshman yeah 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 (laughs) no like his hottest year was probably 2008 or something yeah yeah i don't know yeah, Plies has some hits, man. But um, with that aside, mm-hmm. I think, you know, with the label talk, I think we can kind of transition to our next topic because it kind of has to do with it. And that is, did Popcon miss his chance to gain mainstream success? Mm. I tried to do the weird Jamaican accent with his name, y'all. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, yeah. It ain't no cultural appropriation. I'm West Indian, so I can say what I want before Twitter come mm. at me. Regardless, <laughs> did Popcon miss his chance to gain mainstream success because on the fixed tape, he had two Drake features, and he also had Party. What's your thoughts on mm-hmm. this? And to put it in perspective, it sold uh, 686 first week. 686 copies. Like, that's the whole number in uh, the U.S. Um, I don't know, to be honest. Like, the thing with it, bro, is, like, like that kind of music. Like, in where I am in Canada, that sh- like, like the fixed tape was everywhere. We were just bumping that everywhere. But I don't think it's really broken into the U.S., has it? Okay. Like, I know you're in the U.S., has it? Yeah, so it's where I'm at in Florida, no, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you go to these white kids, they don't know, sh- <laughs> you know, they don't know crap yeah. about popcorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm being yeah. honest. Um, but U.S., it has its hub cities where it can uh-huh, work, you uh-huh. know, the Miami, the Houston, yeah. the New York. Yeah, But, yeah, 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 it wasn't that big out of there. But the reason I kind of feel like he did you know, miss mm-hmm. a big chance. And yes, you can go with the, well, you know, he doesn't want to be mainstream or what yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, if people say that you're just guessing that, you know what I mean? Yeah, Every exactly. Doesn't and, mind a yeah. taste of success. Yeah, exactly. And, um, 
It's Top just Gun's that... been in this for years. Exactly. Too, like, but yeah. Yeah, I've been exactly. Um, but the thing is, is that it just feels like he's I'm pretty sure popcorn even signed to OVO. Like if you look at this fixtape, mm-hmm, tape, it mm-hmm. says it's released on yeah. OVO or whatever. I'm pretty and, sure he's on paper with them. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that, you know, Drake is a guy who's a, he's a certified formula hit maker. He can make a hit mm-hmm. party can do it too. And then on mm-hmm. top of that, you know, he's signed to OVO and Drake is familiar with the reggae dance hall and all of that. Mm-hmm, and it's just mm-hmm. very disappointing because I thought Drake could make something commercial for popcorn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a gift. I feel that, but at the same time, it has to be the right time for that sound. Like, you know how right now, not right now, but, like, a few years ago, maybe, like, a year ago, like, Spanish music was really popping. I think it still is, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. Spanish music was the thing. And right now, like, UK drill is really influencing, like, Brooklyn drill. You know what I mean? Like, each sound has its time where it influences the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. And I think reggae did have its time, like, in 2003 when, like, Sean Paul. Paul yeah, Sean yeah, yeah, Paul, yeah. Shaggy. Yeah, that era, that era. And I feel like the sound itself has to make a comeback before PopCon can really break. You know what I mean? And and I think part of it has to do with the fact that, you know, you need to water down what you do. Like, mm-hmm. people can be mm-hmm. mad at me for it's the truth. Like, if you want to mm-hmm, take mm-hmm. dance hall and make it pop it in the U.S. market, you got to yeah. water the stuff down. And Drake yeah, was yeah. a king at doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in terms mm-hmm. of popcorn, I didn't think fix tape was watered down at all. It was authentic mm-hmm. dancehall music. So mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know. I just felt like Party and Drake, if they could have helped popcorn do that, just for like one song, they could yeah. have had the album the same. Just one song like that, it would have been dope. So that was kind of my disappointment. And then my, if I'm gonna be honest, yeah. I didn't even think those Drake songs were that great. I like Twist and Turn. I play that a lot. I don't really listen to the other one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But beyond like beyond just the fix tape i feel like if drake not to put everything in drake's hands like oh drake has to make a yeah. pop but i feel like if drake did put popcorn on controller yeah. right like we all know uh there's a leaked version of controller that mm-hmm. came out like maybe a few months before views did and it had popcorn doing like two verses on it right correct yeah and um from what i heard i believe there was like an interview or something and they said that Popcon set the vocals in the wrong format or something, and that's why they couldn't put it on the album version, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like if Popcon was on the album version of Controller, I feel like that would have changed his career trajectory a lot because that's Drake's most successful album. Like that shit sold a million first week. It like seven fourteen songs on that album is at least platinum. Like the single songs are platinum. Mm-hmm. Fourteen songs on that album are platinum or plus. You know what I mean. So I feel like that would have really helped him. The controller version that Popcon was on came out commercially, and even in Toronto, like last year at OVO Fest, he brought out Popcon and they did that song live, Controller with Popcon, and that's just a leak. Like it's just on YouTube and SoundCloud and stuff, but people knew that word for word. Exactly. You know? So it was did out its way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was out here talking about smoke a spliff you know all the he had good verses yeah 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 yeah. and i feel like that could have really changed his career trajectory in 2016 so when he dropped big state in 2020 people already kind of knew about it you know what i mean exactly and i was just surprised like i thought you know two drake features could move him into you know three thousand units i'm not saying he even had to sell 10 you know what i mean yeah of course yeah yeah you 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 gotta be you know realistic for dance hall in america but i thought you know two drake features alone could move it to 3k yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, he flopped so super hard. Oh, no, no, like, no, 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 no. At the end of the day, it's like, bro, it's not, this isn't even his market. Exactly. Like, it's, it, I definitely think it could have been better. I'm I'm kind of interested in seeing what the numbers were for, like, Canada, the UK, probably mm. parts of Africa. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I don't know where to find those numbers, unfortunately, but it would be interesting to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a new, I guess you could say, complete turn of events shifting away from the artists. We got to come at these large corporations, right? Mm. And we got to talk about, man, did MTV fall off and do the VMAs <laughs> matter in 2020? I don't think so. Honestly, like, <laughs> I, honestly, bro, like the only time I watch TV, I can't speak for everyone, is to watch the NBA freaking uh, playoffs. And even when I do that, I stream it. You know, like I don't like watch it on a channel or anything. I don't think anyone really watches MTV for their like music consumption anymore. You no. know what I mean? Because everything's so easily accessible on the on YouTube and stuff. And it 
I believe um, they gave Megan The Stallion an award for a visualizer. That's what Twitter was saying, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't a music video. It was just a visualizer. And, wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah. see that. But if they did, yikes. And it wasn't technically a video award, but it is the Video Music Award. So you'd assume that any winner has a video. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just, I just think that just shows how out of touch they are and how like i don't think i don't think mtv matters anymore i don't think even bt matters anymore no one really watch even the grammys are lo- every year they lose less and less relevance since that since macklemore got the grammy oh, over uh, kendrick lamar <laughs> it's been downhill every ever since every year the internet picks apart something they picked wrong you know ever since that happened so i don't i think it's done for those tv award shows you know who really cares only thing rappers care about now is going platinum stuff like that yeah platinum double xl that's it and billboard and billboard you know and they try then they bring up their apple music numbers even though that doesn't really mean anything because any album released will go number one in the first few hours oh yeah yeah Yeah. i was like oh my gosh i'm number one on itunes yeah but it's like bro of course tomorrow yeah exactly not even tomorrow in the next couple of hours because like three different albums drop that day you know every day there's like three albums dropping every week right so another album will take over in three hours but, yeah, that, that's always that's funny such a fake flex. I hate that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> talk to me when you're number one. Even number one on Billboard is kind of like iffy because it's like, you know, if you drop on a like a week, like a week where there isn't much activity, you can go number one with like 40k. You know exactly, what I mean? Yeah. So it's not really that big of a flex. Like, show me your sales numbers, you know. But whatever. But before I crack at the, you know, the whole VMA, just MTV in general. I feel like MTV could still be going but this is a company that in my eyes just completely dropped the ball because when i was a kid yes don't get me wrong yes of course obviously tv consumption was way up i was still watching tv for entertainment but mtv was like one of the very few places you could go to for reliable music related content you know what Mm -hmm. i mean they had the cribs they would have you know the interviews they would have the artists come on the shows you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but it feels like as early as i want to say 2011 they started Mm -hmm. just doing these bullshit shows the teen Mm -hmm. mom the 16 and pregnant you know what i mean yeah 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 like the very the very last thing i remember like like watching on mtv was wayne's i think it was mtv wayne's carter four like the day before carter four came out they had an award show and wayne closed out the award show by performing two songs off carter four and then the album dropped right after the award show ended right that was the last time i remember like actually staying up and watching mtv like since then like i don't watch it and honestly i don't like i know you're saying oh they have this like content that isn't really music related now yeah but I don't know what they're really going to show. You know, what can they really show now that people don't put on Instagram? You know, like if they did a Cribs in 2020, like these rappers be on Instagram live in their Cribs all the day, all day anyway. You know what I mean? So what are they really going to show? Like, what is there that MTV can provide that isn't already on Instagram or YouTube? But but, but what I'm saying is I feel like they could have transitioned into that Instagram YouTube Mm. era. Because if you ask me, if if I want to be honest, no jumper replaced MTV. To be honest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, no jumper is very. Uh, it's like the closest yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No jumper is really. No jumper is really running the whole like interviewing rappers type scene right now. Like that's the only one I really watch. So, exactly. and he's and the stuff he branches out to is, it like I, you know that he had that girl on that like sucked off like seven players. On oh the yeah, Phoenix yeah, Suns. yeah. Like, like bro, but like that's like it's. It's good content. I can't lie. I sat there. I watched the whole interview. You know yeah, I mean? like, with um Selena was, Powell and her friend, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I was like, yo, this this is pretty. Like you know, it's like a situation where it's like, how did you get to the point where you you can suck off like seven players? It's very like I'm curious, bro. Like I want to watch that. You know, where Teen Mom, like I can go <laughs> into my own neighborhood. And I can see Teen Mom. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not every day you see a girl that sucked off seven NBA players back to back to back. You know, like, yeah, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, nah, but yeah, like content is definitely a killer. It, it's just a shame too because the, it, it to, to to get washed by random blogs and YouTube channels is a major mm. network with millions mm. and millions and millions of dollars. Mm. And keep on, MTV already has relationships with all these artists and labels. They can get an artist for an interview whenever they want. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't know about that. Like, I feel like a lot of these new, newer rappers, I don't think they'd really care about MTV. You know what I mean? 
I guess. I, I like, if they hit up, they can like, pull the nostalgia card. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, I, I don't know. They'd definitely be able to pull like older rappers, but like, I don't think getting like Jeezy or Ti on oh, the show no. would help anything. You know what I mean? But I'm saying like, all right, yeah. take take. Some... No, no disrespect to Jeezy and Ti. They're legends. But yeah. Just saying, yeah, but. Yeah, just in case, you know, we're just starting out. I don't want GZNTI to blackball us already. You know, I gotta let that go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Um. All right, so like, but okay, here's the thing, right? Like, for example, you mm. look at some like everyday struggle and how complex has the show. MTV mm. should have been got academics, or when Joe Budden left, they should have cut a bag for Joe Budden. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. like that. But instead, stuff like, like that definitely. Come yeah. on now, you think you think today's youth care about Rob Deerdick? I love Rob, but come on. Yeah, yeah. That uh, no, hundred percent. Like, like the whole everyday struggle thing definitely would have been great on MTV. That exactly. Great. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> you know, speaking of MTV and how they're rocking with the old rappers, you know, I think we should talk about a new rapper, man. A new rapper mm-hmm. that he's transformed, and you know, he's he's done some incredible things, man. And that mm-hmm. is Lil Durk. And I just want to talk about Dirk. the growth of dirt yeah the last five years man Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like for like the first time i heard dirk was uh l's anthem uh which was 2012 2013 french montana Mm -hmm. got on the remix and even that stuff was very gritty like it was chicago shit you know what i mean it was very like chicago sound very gritty not very evolved whatever right and he was just it was just the same type of shit everyone in chicago was really making at that time i guess right um since then he's very he's evolved a lot and like at first i wasn't really paying attention to dirk right because but like one thing i noticed like as the years passed he would feature on every like the started when that like me song came out with jeremiah mm-hmm. in like 2014 since that song came out like i guess that was his first like mainstream attempt right like i kept seeing him featured on all these projects like everyone that came out like would have a dirk feature like uzi had a dirk feature freaking um little skies had a dirk feature. oh yeah like, everyone that uzi and that song was hard too right like everyone would have dirk features right and like you you go back and listen to um love songs from the streets i think it was too the one that had nikki on it i was listening to that and i was like yo this is pretty good you know and he the way he uses autotune is very nice it reminds me of um like the way a boogie and speaker knockers do it but it's a little bit different the way dirk does it versus those two right and a lot of these new rappers i hear like they'd be biting a boogie's autotune like presets so hard whereas dirk's is a lot different than a boogie's in my opinion right because a boogie i feel like it's the general autotune that everyone is using right now mm. right yeah and dirk be doing similar stuff but it's different enough where I'm not going to say he's biting a boogie, which I give him credit for because like, it seems like everyone's biting a boogie, right? A boogie's a very influential rapper right now, in my opinion, but we'll get into that another day. And and then I listened to Just Cause Y'all Waited 2, Deluxe, and yo, that tape hit, like songs like uh, Trifling Hose, like that shit was crazy. There was so many good songs on that mixtape that I was bumping. When We Shoot was on that, right? And... On top of that, he's bringing up artists from Chicago, like um, King Von, and King Von is a great artist in his own right. You know yeah. what I mean? He, right? And now it all just climaxed with this whole Drake feature. And he only he was only on that song for 45 seconds. It's a four-minute song. He's only on it for 45 seconds. But in that 45 seconds, he delivered. He delivered a verse that was very memorable that everyone's talking about, right? And I feel like this, this is like just the beginning for Drake. You know what I mean? And he already has those industry connects. Like he's been on songs with um with Uzi. He was supposed to be on Foreigner with Pop Smoke and a Boogie. Like he has those connects. So when he drops his next album following this Drake collab, it's gonna do numbers, I think. And it's gonna be like that real mainstream breakthrough for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um And he he also dropped a single like on Thursday, The Voice, which yeah, is also I thought a really it was, good song. Oh, you thought it was really good? I enjoyed it, yeah. I thought it was okay. But um Yeah, yeah. I was so for me and you know Lil Durk. I'm gonna be honest. I I really didn't hear about Lil Durk till he started having problems with Tyga, and that was. Probably, oh, I remember that. <laughs> I remember game game bodied him. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> exactly, and that was yeah. what, what 2015. Uh, yeah, 2013, 2014, something like that. I don't yeah. even remember. It was on the Chirac beat. I remember the disc was on uh, Nikki's Chirac beat. Mm-hmm. 
And the thing is, is this is not to discredit Chicago. Chicago, of course, we all know that very iconic movement from 2013 mm. to 2016. But I think mm. we can both agree at the end of the day, while that was a great movement and it was very influential in terms of, you know, sales, it wasn't nothing extraordinary. I think Chief Keith Def- had moved like 60. And of course, there's reasons for that. Of course, Chief yeah. Keith was not commercial in the slightest. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Neither yeah. was Reese and neither was Dirk and... Now there was Gierbo. And, of course, we've seen some artists from Chicago kind of come and go. Of course, Chief Keef kind of went separate ways. You know, he moved to L.A. Mm. He doesn't really make violent music like that anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Lil Reese, personally, I just don't think Lil Reese goes hard enough. I think he, he drops a lot of – I think he has a good ear for beats, but I think he does a lot of lazy verses. Of course, yeah. we saw yeah. Bibby. But Bibby, he's kind of more known for being more of an executive at this point than. His yeah, he music. switched his whole thing. He's basically an executive at this point, you know. And he did good with that though, it's especially finding Juice World. Like, exactly, Kid Leroy. Yeah, he doesn't have to rap no more. Like Juice World's checks go to him. You know what I mean? R.I.P. Juice World. But like, yeah. Um, and then then the two artists from Chicago that actually surprised me, and I. I don't want to say I didn't. I don't. I don't want to say I counted them out because I didn't count them out. I just didn't really pay too much attention to them in the beginning. And that's Erbo and Dirk. You know what mm, I mean? Mm, of course, yeah, G Erbo. Yeah. He started doing his thing. He had like PTSD, which I thought was good. Um, yeah, Humble Beast same. a couple years ago was very good. Yeah. Um, and then of course Dirk. I don't think anybody saw Dirk in 2015. And was yeah. like, Damn, this guy is going to be doing songs with Drake and mm-hmm. Nicki, Uzi, like. His catalog is insane. Thug, mm-hmm. like, like even G Herbo, he had "Welcome to Phaseoland," right? Yeah. Like, when we, when you heard that, you knew like G Herbo was super talented, right? I mean, he went off on Chirac, if I can remember. Yeah, 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 he did. And the thing with Dirk, like when I first heard Dirk in like 2012, 2013, it's like, what is this guy bringing to the table that Chief Keef isn't? Exactly, and that was you the problem know? with all of them. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I was like, yeah, whatever, right? Because it's like, it's Chief Keef and Co. you know what I mean? That's how I looked at it back then, That's right? why, but, for example, with Reese, I think he's the only person to blame for his career because he had a song with Drake and Ross. Yeah, us, yeah, I remember that, I remember that. That was hard. Mm-hmm. I know, and it never, that's, that was the last time, honestly, like, I don't really listen to Reese. I'm not going to lie, like. I think that was the last Reese song I remember listening to because nothing else really caught my attention after that. Mm-hmm. Right? And not to say Dirk didn't really have his problems either. Like, he was with Def Jam for a bit. That didn't go right. Then he was with Interscope. Like, he, he's been going through labels and stuff trying to find a good situation, but I think he's finally, like, locked in. Yeah. Now, yeah. speaking of, you know, the business, do you think mm-hmm. Dirk should have dropped this week against 6 9 Nah, man, because Sean was dropping too. Like the projections are out right now. Actually, um, six nine supposed to do one fifty. Sean's supposed to do one twenty five. Dirk's last album that dropped earlier this year, I believe, just because we all waited to drop in May, it did like sixty k, I believe. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't see him. I don't see him breaking a hundred right now. It's not oh, the time no. yet. You know, he and was... it would have just looked bad. Like six nine would have just memed it if he dropped and he did whatever he did. You know what I mean? Here's my thoughts on it, right? I think mm. when I first, when just, I, keep in mind, I made this thought without thinking about Big Sean dropping, and I was just like, all right, mm. we have 6ix9ine versus Dirk, and realistically, mm. in a sales war, obviously, 6ix9ine is going to win. 6ix9ine will sell yep. more bundles. 6ix9ine yeah, is just yeah. the bigger artist. But I was thinking, I right, so what, Dirk moved, like, what, 50, 60? If he goes mm. against 6ix9ine, a little sales war, I think he could hit 100. You know what I mean? I don't know. The thing with it, though, I, I get what you're saying. Like, it's good promo for both of them. Similar to the whole Kanye versus 50. 50, exa- exactly. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I also feel like, you know, when Kanye beat 50, it, like, killed off, like, street rap, right? I feel like if 6ix9ine beat Dirk and, um, uh, you know 6ix9ine's going to meme it for, like, ever. But, but here's right? the thing. Dirk is going to drop again. And and the uh-huh. six nine all six nine is gonna say, damn, you dropped without me and you still flopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I'm saying the numbers are gonna be even lower than um, mm. had he just dropped against six nine. You know what I mean? If for example, if he dropped against six nine, I thought he would have moved a hundred. If he doesn't, mm. I think he'll move like seventy, maybe eighty. Mm. And it and the thing is, I feel like that plan could have worked if Big yeah. Sean wasn't in the equation because yeah. I feel like all right, they could have pushed you know Dirk versus six nine. You know, yeah. everybody with some moral obligation was going to try and stream Dirk's music, try to ignore yeah. 6 9 um, yeah. But when you put Big Sean in the equation, 
he's another very large artist mm-hmm. that you know you you would have to kind of like split the love between Dirk and Sean. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. I I don't know. I just feel like if Dirk did lose to Six Nine, which I mean, no shit, he would, right? Yeah. Um, people wouldn't let him live it down. Like you know how Six Nine has those fucking like like comet warriors like his fan base is similar to nikki's right well okay nikki's is on a different level but you get what i'm saying right and like they'll just be in his comments no matter what he posts like six nine outsold you six nine did this you know what i mean i don't think he'd ever be able to get past that yeah. right and i don't think i don't want to put a ceiling on dirk either because it's like he like his spotify player plays like it went up crazy this month because of the drake song right it's mm-hmm. at he has 20 20 mil monthly play um listeners right yeah. and he this album like i feel like it's very anticipated coming off of that drake beat coming off of 2019 2021 and he did features with everybody and he has those features back you know what i mean he people have to return that favor you know like he's mentioned he has a drake song in the book he's definitely got gonna have an uzi feature you know he'll have those big features as well with them right all he needs is one solo hit and he's over like he's over the bridge yeah just something commercial and i feel like that's, yeah that's kind of been the issue with a lot of those chicago rappers is that they'll get the yeah. fan base but they need the commercial hit mm-hmm. to kind of blow them for yeah. example i don't think g Herbo's had that yet yeah um, he hasn't i mean he kind of had that one this year um with um uh, Chance the Rapper, Juice World, and Uzi. What was it? I think it might have been called PTSD. It might have been the title track. I don't know. Yeah, remember, I think but... it might have been. Yeah. Yeah, and that was his most. It's his only plaque, I believe. It went gold, right? But it's still not a complete crossover. But honestly, a lot of artists have had that problem. Like even Wayne, bro. Like until Law, like he was killing mixtapes, doing all that shit. But until Lollipop dropped, he didn't have a crossover yet. He didn't have that mainstream like following. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's the hardest part. Like when you're you coming up in the quote-unquote streets right and dropping mixtapes and making music for the streets and whatever but like to get to that public you need to have that crossover single and getting that crossover single is very hard but i feel like g herbo since he has like i don't want to put it all on drake but i want to say since he has that drake song in the in the vault that might be it i don't know yeah um yeah it, i just feel like you know even if he went against six nine and lost he could have been like you know, pulled some I never back down. And then, you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, because, okay, and here's the thing we all know, obviously, this, if, if, if you know anything about the business, you know, 6ix9ine got a heap of fake views, okay? Mm-hmm. So, and, mm-hmm. and Dirk could have been like, yeah, my fake view bot wasn't working. I'm sorry, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he could always had some sort of like response to it. Exactly. So I feel like he could have taken the extra album sales, had a, you know, a solid response set up. I just feel like that would have turned back better instead of backing down because it does come off as backing down because he did announce the album and then time came yeah. and we got a single. But did he say it was an album though? Yeah, like no, I just remember him saying the voice. He said okay, the voice okay. album. Okay, okay. Then I guess I don't know. I just don't want to put a ceiling on him and see, say like now he's never gonna sell. Oh no 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 no! Because no, I no, still no. feel like he can. I you know? yeah I don't want to put a ceiling on him either. I just think it was too early to try and like challenge. Mm. Takashi fake views. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, hundred percent. Um Speaking but... of uh 6ix9ine, 6ix9ine and Sean dropped this this um this week. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I'll be honest, I didn't listen to the 6ix9ine. I I I'm that guy, like I don't really approve of the whole like whole snitching thing. And I know people are gonna say, Oh, if you were in a situation that I would you would snitch too. Well, guess what? I'm not dumb enough to put myself in that fucking situation. I don't claim to be something I'm not. He should have known what was coming. And if he was going to do that shit, he should have dealt with the consequences, which is 47 years in jail. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I know you listen to it. So how do you feel about it? <laughs> All right. So 6 9 Tattletales. Now, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a petty guy. I'll listen mm-hmm. to the album. But, you know, mm-hmm. allegedly those streams didn't count, if you get what I'm trying to say. And, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Yeah. Only good song is Locked Up too, but that's because yeah. Locked Up is already a hit song. A you know classic I mean? song. Classic song. Not even a hit song. A classic song. And then on the song, yeah, Akon was basically that. backing up with you know what Six Nine saying, you know, saying, "Oh, they always want to claim loyal, and but they'll turn mm. their back on you." Trying to you know almost justify the whole Six Six Nine but, snitching thing. And I question Akon's morals for that. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a big Akon fan, but when yeah. you make a song like Locked Up and go on a prison tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not a street guy. You, you, you promote the song on a prison tour back in the mid 2000s. Tour, yeah. And then, you, yeah, you know, 15 yeah. years later, this is what you come and do. It's kind of like, yo. Yeah. Facts. And I don't care if they're loyal to you or not. That that shit happens in the streets. People turn on you all the time. People will fuck your baby mama. People will fucking backstab you all the time, bro. Like that shit happens. Like Alpo did that shit to Rich Porter. You know what I mean? But you deal with it in the streets because you're in the streets. Exactly. Right? And if you can't deal with it in the streets, you shouldn't have been in the streets to begin with. So that's how I feel about it. I don't know. Personally, I feel like 6 9 is done. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought that too, but at the same time, I didn't think he'd sell over 100K. So, yeah, like, it's 100K of, you know, the good stream bot, you know. Yeah. And yeah. they, I, I read it was like um, 60K was pre-orders apparently. But yeah, okay. Units are units, end of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, units are units, yeah. Yeah. I'm is, not gonna sit here and say, "Yo, this is fake. This is that." Like, he moved 150. He's gonna move 150, apparently. So, yeah. But the but the thing is, it's that. Uh, even though it, you know, I think, and I think back in the day, album sales. Of course, there were always cheats and shit, right? But album mm. sales, you could kind of gauge the public opinion based off the sales. You know what I mean? Mm. Nowadays, mm. I don't really feel like that's you know as as reliable a, a method anymore. Mm. Because I think it, it, yeah, sorry. I, I thought I thought yeah. I thought Tattletales was an awful album, and mm. I feel like the public opinion, even just you know bias aside, is that this album is terrible. Mm. Um, so I feel like the, this was like his one chance. It's just kind of like remember when Meek got out of jail. If Championships was a terrible album, Meek would have been mm. done over. Mm. <laughs> you know, Dream Chase is over. Drop from MMG. Mm. No, nah, I mean probably yeah. not that. But yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He yeah. would he would have been done. And this was Six yeah. Nine's chance to redeem himself with Tattletales, mm. and he dropped the ball. So in my eyes, it's kind of over for him. You know, especially because he had yeah. been on a uh, uh, you know uh. A streak of dropping bad songs like you had punani mm. which was trash yeah yeah mm. was trash and trolls was trash mm. that's true I, I i take back what i said like you're probably right about him being over but as far as sales being a good gauge i still think it's a good gauge because dreams are incorporated into sales now right mm-hmm. so everything's in there and like when carter four came out that shit did 964k pure right yeah thousand right but the whole world said it was mid mm-hmm. right and from there, like, that was, quote-unquote, Wayne dropping the ball. Because from there, like, I'm Not Human Being 2 didn't really sell well compared to other albums that year. It debuted at number two, whatever, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, like, this album might sell well because people are anticipating it. People are listening to this. Like, it's capped to say otherwise. Because people really did, were like, yo, what's 6 9 going to drop, right? Mm-hmm. But I agree with what you're saying. People are saying it's a bad album first. Another thing is there wasn't any real features on it yeah and there was like, he was on it there was like leftist who was a, who i know for dance hall music um yeah yeah uh there was a little a, a academics on it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah a little ad. and i i and i and like i feel like that takes away a lot from an album too like unless you're j cole but like i feel like if you don't have features there's no like curiosity there you know oh, what yeah. i mean like I've heard a solo six nine song, I know what it sounds like. You know what I mean? And six not re- six nine is not really like a diverse artist where every song sounds different, right? All right, so you brought up features, and that's a very. Yeah. This brings up a very interesting topic. So remember that song to Punani? Yeah, Tori was supposed to be exactly. On it. So what do you? How do you think Tori's career would be had he been on Punani when the album came out? I what initially what I thought is like Tori took it off because I mean. 6 9 took it off because of the whole Megan the Stallion thing, right? Mm-hmm. Which, while I completely, like, side with Megan the Stallion in oh, that yeah, whole situation, 100%. 100%, I feel like that's very, like, 
hypocritical of 6ix9ine to do because he's blackballed himself. In my, Someone in my gives opinion, you it's a like, future. Time for six, and then you say, psych, never mind, and drop it, right? But yeah. another thing I heard was, I don't know how true this is, Meek Mill told Tory Lanez he wouldn't do any songs with him ever again if he gave 6ix9ine a feature. So Tory pulled it himself. That's another thing I heard. Oh, that, oh, right? I think, I think academics might have said that. I, I don't know. I think academics might have said that. But I don't know which one's true. Mm-hmm. Um, Tori's verse did leak. I didn't get to listen. To, I skipped yeah, it. Yeah, academics really played it. it. Yeah, yeah, academics played it. Um, but uh, I, I think know. that. But I remember Takashi. He said he had a Tori song that was cleared in 2017. So I'm like, if Punani is that old, that's a yikes. There was uh, he was he talking about Punani? Because I saw the other album, the previous yeah, album had did. a Tori feature. No, it did. But uh, you, but Six Nine said he had one in the vault. That, oh, um, gotcha, gotcha. That gotcha, Tori gotcha. cleared, and he was asking, should I throw this on the album? Yeah. So I'm just there thinking maybe it wasn't Punani and then he has even another Tory feature. But man, yeah. would Tory be done done if he was on that thing with Six Nine. Yeah. And going to Tory, um, recently one of the uh, hip hop Instagram pages posted that his sales are down forty percent. Hot new hip hop, shout out them. Yeah. And he DM'd the page and was like, "How my streams are still like Spotify, my Spotify." player um listeners is still 27 a month right which is spotify is one platform overall it might be down 40 percent. first of all mm-hmm. second of all he chooses to um respond to that make a response for that but not respond to the megan the stallion situation not put a statement out on that you get what i'm saying and i think that says a lot about tory's situation and what went down and that night exactly and tory as a person like that's zero accountability right there you mm-hmm. know what i mean like even like Obviously, this wasn't right either. But when Chris Brown did whatever what he did to Rihanna, which is 100%, it happened. It's and it was very everything. bad. But that was yeah. that was not on the same level as what Tories did. And that you know, yeah. at least six but nine he, could. I mean, at least Chris Brown Tories, could try and pull the yeah. whole uh, you know self defense thing. There was no mm. self defense for Tory. Yeah, exactly. And on top of that, before Chris did anything musically or any statements, he put out a few months later. He put out a whole like apology thing on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? So, I don't know. I, 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 is, I don't know. I guess Tori thinks like it'll all blow over in a couple of months and he can get back, but it's not gonna be like that. Like we're not forgetting that shit. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's just crazy. It, and we can. I think one, one thing we can both agree on is we talk about we're gonna be talking about rappers here all the time. But whenever we talk about some somebody, it's what we respect. But I think, mm. I don't know how I could respect someone like Tory Lanez, man. I'm going to be honest. No, definitely, definitely. And a lot of people are like, yo, wait for the situation to come out, this, that, and the third. But I really, maybe I'm ignorant, but I can't think of a situation where Tory Lanez would have to shoot Megan Thee Stallion. No, there, you know, especially no... she's unarmed as well. You know? Exactly. And then there's rumors that apparently Megan was walking the way and he shot her in the foot. I oh don't my know, man. Gosh, Tory. Right, that's crazy, yeah. Come on, Tory. <laughs> mm hmm. Well, yeah, that shit was just insane. I don't know. Oh, man. like It's crazy. And at least, okay, truth be told, at least Chris Brown had, like, the pretty boy aspect that he could try to pull. Tory Lanez ain't Mm. got that. Yeah, like, like Chris, like, don't get me wrong, his career has never been the same since then. He's never sold the same. He has to drop, like, 60-track albums, even Mm -hmm. the gold platinum, right? But... He was able to salvage it to a degree because of how big he was prior to it. Exactly. Right? But Tory and get the was, Tory's last album sold like 50, 60K. Like, he's not big like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So and, he's not really able to salvage it like that. So. And truth be told, whether this is no disrespect, but whether Tory likes it or not, Tory, a lot of the public, up, you know, public eye oftentimes use, views Tory as third string in the six behind Drake in the weekend. Yep, definitely, definitely, and he, honestly, like people would put Nav before Tory too. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Fourth Nav, string, you know, yeah, like, Fourth string, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's just there. Like he's like, oh yeah, he's from Toronto. You know what I mean? Like, word to Toronto, know. so high up, I got birds in the birds condo. in the condo. <laughs> but to get away from the whole Tory thing, another thing that um happened that we touched on earlier we didn't really get to expand big sean's album you get to yes, listen to it i did and i really 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 liked it i liked the intro yeah i thought the yeah. song with wayne was actually all right i thought yeah um, that that actually leaked like a month ago but yeah oh that yeah. leaked a year ago sorry it leaked a year ago 2019 summer yeah damn i'm surprised y'all wayne fans ain't let me in on that yo but you know what's crazy did you hear meek mill like 
on Don Life, like the yeah. little parts. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was yo, like, yo, Meek. But why is it, why wasn't Meek listed as a feature though? I don't know. Just he only did like one line, like on yeah, the probably kind of like a sicko mode, additional vocals, yeah, like Sway Lee. But yo, I was like, I was like, damn, we're getting Meek the Meek verse. On yo, that. yo, that Meek would have done well on that beat too. Yeah, that that beat definitely fits Meek, bro. He would have definitely like went in on that, you now, know. Of course, I gotta respect what Big Sean did on that, um, mm. you know, nine minute uh, cipher. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie though. I kind of found it hard to listen to. Oh, I, oh it was. It was very, very hard yeah. to listen to. And but, Sean I'm... said it was even harder before, and mm-hmm. he had to cut verses to make it what it is. Like Danny Brown was on it initially, and mm-hmm. he got cut. And, exactly but yeah but i like was, the idea was, behind it yeah yeah yeah. no it's definitely a great idea like putting your whole city on a song like that is beautiful mm-hmm. right i wish more artists would do stuff like that because like when you think detroit you think of big sean and like, eminem but like, you don't even think of royce you don't think of t grizzly you don't think of I a think, lot like, of people isn't uh sada baby from yeah yeah, okay. yeah yeah and cash kid who was on that song is another guy that's just coming out right now he has a lot of great punch lines and stuff like that very very good artist but you don't really hear about him but big sean put everybody on the same track which is beautiful to me i love it and yeah like like you said overall i thought it was a great album there was a lot of songs that i like let me just pull up this track list actually big shot 22 i think it was a great follow-up to the mixtape oh oh yeah mixtape because it was yeah it's it's a remake of it's a follow-up to detroit one right Mm -hmm. but even even a follow-up to i decided like it's a very good follow-up especially since double or nothing wasn't like great Mm -hmm. all right hold on i'm getting a call give me one second But yeah, I thought the album was really good. Um, the Nipsey feature was great. Yeah, the yeah, song of Post Malone was a banger. I really enjoyed what that. Um, the little story interludes is really cool. Mm-hmm. Full Circle was another song I really liked. The one with Diddy and uh, Q-Ain, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the song with Ty Dolla Sign and Shanae Aiko was a vibe. Harder Than My Demons was a banger. It was a great album. It was just a great album. That's all exactly. I can really say. I enjoyed, it really I enjoyed um, Guard Your yeah. Heart. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one too. And for me, it was, and of course, Lithuania. But mm. I and ZTFO too. ZTFO was great too. The yeah. one with the Travis Adlibs. Yeah. No, it's almost like a sense of relief that this album was good because, for me, I thought I decided was a very, very good album. But when we looked back at 2017, I did not see that album get the respect it deserved. You know, which album? I just I decided with bounce back mm, yeah. and sacrifices yeah, 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 and yeah. no favors. I was like, I remember the, the, the internet was trying to cancel Big Sean for. Um, actually, no, not bounce back. I was thinking of I don't fuck with you, but that was like last week as well. They were trying to cancel him for that song because uh, the girl it, it was about died recently. <laughs> but he said that he wasn't talking about her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, know. because I felt like, especially because Sean took a big gap between this mm. album and i decided so mm. the thing is the whole gap thing is is a pro and a con right the yeah. pro is that yeah. it's, it's the easiest way to build anticipation like oh it's been three years but at the same yeah. time is that if it drops you end up like chance yeah exactly and you get roasted <laughs> and another thing that could happen is like you take three years off and when you come back in three years no one gives a fuck right exactly. that could happen as well right but i feel like sean leveraged like i don't think he'd it was, like if six nine didn't drop this week, I think it would have been good for Sean. I think he would have sold a little bit more, but I think the album sold decent. One twenty five first week to compare. I decided at one fifty first week, exactly. and it's just it's just a solid album all around, man. Like honestly, I think it's a top ten album so far this year in hip hop. Exactly, and another thing for I decided, you know, to you know defend that is that the fact that I decided it, it had like some more radio esque. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It had bounce back stuff like that. And, uh, we don't know to be honest like a lot of songs on this album might be like i can see body language being mm-hmm. a top 40 hit wolves as post malone so that would obviously help of course it. lithuania There's, yeah lithuania like i don't know there might be some hits on this album too mm, yeah we'll have to yeah we'll have to see when the billboard yeah. updates exactly but i do think this is one of big sean's better albums in his mm-hmm. discography um yeah it's a really good album great album even yeah well, just really quick, how how do you look back at Dark Sky Paradise? Uh, let me pull up the track list real quick. That's the one that had um, 
Um, the and, song with Drake. Uh, blessings, Zach, blessings, yeah, blessings, yeah. Um, Dark Sky Paradise was okay. Like, it was yeah, a good okay. album, actually. Yeah, no, it had a One Man Change the World. I like that song. All Your Faults, I like. I Don't Fuck With You is cool. Play No Games is good. Yeah, I like this whole album, to be honest. All right, so or another <laughs> thing I want to say is that yeah, Big Sean kind of falls into that. Not He doesn't fall as far down as Wale did, with all due respect to Wale. But you yeah, know, yeah. he's one of those super talented rappers that should be held in higher regard. But I feel like a mm. lot of people don't hold him in that category like they should. He's tier two. And why do you think that is? I don't know. He just... <sighs> well, tier one obviously would be Drake, Kendrick Cole, right? Yeah. Like, from that class. And mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I just... I want to say it's because Sean is kind of, like, more basic. Yeah, I'd say it's because of that. Because Sean is more... Um, he doesn't really try other sounds and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? And to be fair, Drake has been pretty like um, safe the last three albums, but at the same time, he's also done like songs like Controller. He's branched out to the UK sounds. Like he tries different things, and I feel like Cole. I mean, not Cole. Sorry, um, Sean doesn't really try different things like that. I feel like that really yeah. is one thing. Yeah, because I remember. Because okay, if we go back to 2010, I thought we we you know we put the five. You know what I mean? I thought Wale, Big Sean, Drake, Kendrick, yeah. and Cole. I thought yeah, they yeah, were yeah. all supposed to be you know the crazy Definitely. next no. big thing. And Wale, yeah. he started off on a good foot. He was he was with the he was in the same league as those guys. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. When ambition and shit exactly, came out. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. And Big Sean was he, Big Sean. I don't think was ever. I don't think at any point was ever in the same lane, but he stayed consistent and he was consistently high up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if, like, Finally Famous had My Last on. It was a good album. Like, his debut album was a very solid album. I love that album. Personally. My last one that I'm going to set this drink up. Like, it's my last. Like, it's my last. Yeah. Dance Ass with uh, Nicki. Oh, on classic keys, song. Yeah, there was a lot of great songs on his, even his debut. Marvin Gaye and Chandra, like, that was on that album. Like, there's a lot of good songs on his debut. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, since we're talking about the big three rapper, you know, Drake, of course, has always been at the top. You know what I mean? Just eating, cooking, making hit after hit. Di- not Well, I think God's Plan is Diamond. Um, yeah, it is. Big record after big record. But, of course, when you're at the top, it, just like when Wayne was at the top, when 50 was at the top, when Jay was at the top, it feels like half of the in- industry will wake up every morning and prey on the man's downfall. Okay. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I was actually watching an academic stream highlight. And mm-hmm. apparently, according to academics, because academics actually does talk to Drake and has some, uh, um, you know, connect with Drake's team. But academics was basically saying Drake's team has kind of acknowledged that Drake is in a tough position and he's not where he used to be anymore. And right in their, now? Yeah. And in their brain, yeah. they even theorize that it might be, you know, the down point for his career now. Of course, Drake ain't going to go out quick. You know what I mean? It's going to be yeah. years and years and years. But they're saying that yeah. Drake might have climaxed. You know what I mean? How do you feel about that? Well, okay. Like, 100% views was definitely his, like, climax. Like, highest point. Like, million first week. Like, every song sold crazy. Like, so you don't right? think he'll have another views-esque commercial success like that? I mean, I don't think anybody else is anyone's gonna do a million first week again. Like, okay. Right. But the thing with it is, like, bro, every year when Drake drops, oh, yeah. they say, they say, is this Drake's last chance? Is this gonna be his fall off? Like every single year since, like, since nothing was the same. Every album, every mixtape, they say the same bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. And obviously, it's, um, like everyone falls eventually. But I don't think, like, I still think Drake will have the best first week this year. Especially if he's going to do a bundle with Nike. There's no oh, way yeah. he's falling. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, like worst case scenario, like, not worst case, but his end all scenario is going to be, like, he's going to be like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Right? Where whenever he drops, he's going to sell 7,800 first week, 600, 700, 800 first week. Right? And he's not going to be the biggest artist. Wait, really. you think, like, you think really he's going to be show. still moving 7,800? I mean, bro, I think so. Like, not, not maybe, okay, maybe seven, eight hundred to reach, but five, yeah, six hundred. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, around five. Five, six hundred. Five, six hundred, I think he can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially with, like, because this album is supposedly going to be bundled with Nike bundles, right? And I don't want to see nobody complaining about that because your favorite artist bundles, too. Exactly. And if you're going to say, oh, it's not Nike, well, bitch, your art, favorite artist isn't big enough to work with. Look at like, Nav. Look at Nav. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Like everyone bundles, bro. Like below and like they bundle with big brands to Chinatown Market. Like you know, just because Drake's getting Nike, just because your favorite rapper isn't big enough, that's not his fault. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. And if he gets that Nike bundle, you know it's gonna go crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> He'll probably be because you know how he's been sending out that certified lover boy merch. Yeah, I wonder if that's the stuff he's gonna try and sell. Yeah, 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 yeah. It probably will be. Mm. And if that happens, bro, well, if that happens, we need to get bigger because Drake needs to start sending yeah. some awesome of this stuff. Yeah, for real, for real, bro. Fabulous got a pack, bro. Yeah, fuck. I'm seeing random <laughs> IG models and stuff getting them. I'm like, yeah, but no, we'll see. I mean, I still think it'll the album will do big numbers. I don't think Drake is like rain is over but when it is over like i feel like everyone that did hate on it went while it happened to look oh, yeah. back and be like wow i really drake was so that. amazing yeah yeah yeah. like yeah. i feel blessed to see drake's um you know drake's mm. rise you know yeah and i'm one of these kids i came from the early days when it was like oh you mm. listen to drake like ooh. yeah 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 when they were making the degrassi memes this that and the third yeah yeah and and, he, and my take on it is this, is that, yeah, I, I agree Drake has climax because according to, you know, the academic conversation, apparently, you know, mm. they went number one with Tusi Slide, but even Drake's mm. team felt that was kind of a desperate attempt that they had to kind of go for that to get a number mm. one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then even though, yes, the demo tapes, I it, the demo tapes did not flop. It had a fair amount of sales. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, had, it sold like close to 900K so far. Right? Oh, and so it's, it's almost all- platinum? It's almost platinum, and and you guys got to remember, that was a 14-tape mixtape, and eight out of those 14 songs were either leaked or released on SoundCloud before the mixtape came out. And then not to so mention, there were throwaways, you know. Yeah, they are all throwaways, and the other six songs that were quote-unquote original, there were snippets already. Exactly. So the whole tape was already on the internet before it came out. Mm-hmm. And okay, then, so keep that in mind. Exactly. But according to academics, they thought, okay, yes, you know, yes, it, it's not a real album. But they thought at least something from the tape would pop a little bit, you know. And they didn't really get to they didn't get to see that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, I think we've seen the weird features that Drake's done and they just haven't performed well, starting with maybe Gold Roses. Now, the thing with Gold yeah. Roses is Gold Roses was an amazing song, but that was that song was not built for radio at yeah, yeah. But I mean, Life is Good still fucking went six times platinum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Future's album has sold 900,000 units, and 600,000 of those units are from Life is Good. <laughs> Whoa. Right? Because a six times platinum song counts as 600K units. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I mean, he's still, he got that. Granted, that, that only peaked at number two, but I still think that's very insane right yeah. pop style i mean not pop style sorry pop star kind of i thought those dj Khaled songs were an l I'm but the, they just dropped a video for pop star and it's doing really well so yeah. i don't know it might have a resurgence cal is kind of wild for that like you don't do drop two singles and try to promote them both that will never work yeah that yeah that was like, terrible he should have saved one for the album yeah, or Deadass is dropping a few months later. You know what I mean? Like, you can't push two singles at the same time. I don't know. who. I don't care who you are. You can't push two singles at the same time. You exactly. know what I mean? Even when Drake dropping drops. Dropping them exact same time. Exactly. Yeah, Even okay. when Drake drops the two, he makes it very clear. One is supposed to be the radio, and one is yeah. supposed to be the other thing. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, Laugh Now, Cry Later is doing great. Like, mm-hmm. it peaked at number two. I mean, even though it peaked at number two, it only did that because WAP, WAP is such a crazy, like, hit. You know, like... As far as the way Billboard singles work, it's it's based on points. A number one single usually has like 300, 350 points, right? Drake's Laugh Now, Cry Later had like over 550 points, mm-hmm. right? And it's just crazy because WAP had even more than that, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's two super successful singles at the same time. That's all it is, you know what I mean? It's the unlucky situation, but I still think uh, Laugh Now, Cry Later is doing amazing. Mm-hmm right so yeah it's just like and at, to an extent it's like you also got to gauge something for you have to look at it for what it is more life yes, yeah more life didn't do crazy sales but drake did everything even before at least to try to explain to you that this is not an album it's a playlist it's a mixed you know what yeah I mean? exactly whatever yeah. he wants to call it yeah yeah but then okay even for scorpion i think scorpion did what 750 732 yeah 732 not bad but i think mm-hmm. even scorpion i felt like the idea from that and you know the idea from that was, I'm just going to put a heap out of songs. Hopefully, maybe like five pop in the club. 
You know what I yeah. mean? Could, and they did, to be honest. Yeah. Like he got he got the hits. I mean, thing went diamond, right? God's plan went diamond. Exactly. And Drake even in his little I think it was like the Rap Radar interview, the one he you know, he uploaded on his YouTube channel yeah, around yeah, December. Yeah. He even said he I'm pretty sure he even said, Yeah, like you can't forget Scorpion because of all the undeniable records that were on it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. In my feelings was huge. Like the whole album was pretty big, man. What nonstop? Yeah, in uh, there was another one, Nice for What. Like exactly. it was crazy, bro. Yeah, it it had a lot of hits. Um, and but yeah, they everyone's gonna pray for Drake's downfall, but exactly. I don't think it's gonna happen with this album at least. And and here's the thing, in terms of the whole Kendrick Cole versus Drake thing and all of that. Obviously, yeah. Kendrick and Cole, amazing MCs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the yeah. reason that I place Drake above them is the fact that Drake does what he does just so much. Non-stop. Mm. Drake always yeah. in your ear for 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, and people try to undervalue, like, oh, appealing to the general public. But, it's like, like, no. It's a lot more impressive to appeal to the general public than hip-hop Twitter. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Um, if it was so easy to appeal to the general public, you don't think Denzel Curry would be moving 300, 400k? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because if real, what did Kendrick say? If y'all really cared about real rap, Killer Mike would be platinum. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that was the exact quote. I'm pretty sure. Exactly. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like, for example, Cole. I don't think Cole. Cole. I think we could both agree. You know, if I'm, I think as of 2019, I think Ross had more hot 100 entries than J Cole. Um. Yeah, Cole doesn't really have like hot 100 entries. Like he goes platinum every album though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really. A, I don't think Cole's ever really been a single artist, has he? No. No, no. Like, maybe no, no, Born no. Sinner era, but I don't know. But I just yeah. feel like that that just kind of puts things into perspective. It's like I respect yeah. what Cole does. Cole is very talented, but the the skill to where Drake can constantly just shove himself in your ear and it's yeah, good yeah. if you want to hear what he puts out for for 10 yeah. years so far. And keep in mind yeah. there's still going to be a couple more years of Drake run. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like Kendrick is an amazing artist, but Kendrick does not drop as much as Drake does. Yeah, exactly. And another thing too with Drake, which is crazy, is his stand. It's like LeBron; like the standards are so high. You I know, know like, right? If the song doesn't go number one, it's a flop. If it's Drake, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If like you know what I mean? Like you know, Drake only has like maybe ten number ones his whole career. Not even ten. Like Sicko Mode. Uh, work with Rihanna, like God, uh, God's plan. Like he doesn't have that. Think about it. Best, one, best you know? I ever had was a two, and that was probably. Yeah, you best could I argue ever had was You a could two. argue that's Drake's For, most forever, iconic song. Forever was a five. Exactly, you and think about I mean? look, look at the lineup. It even had Eminem. Yeah, like. So Drake number has one seven... isn't that easy. Like I don't know why people expect this guy to go number one every single drop. You especially know, when not, you have like... to, especially when you have to compete with the payola pop artists. Yeah, yeah, but like, just I don't think it's like reasonable to ex expect any artist to go number one every single time because Drake has never went number one every single time, even nonstop went number two. So yeah, know? exactly. Drake has seven number one hits with yeah. God's Plan, of course, Work, yeah. One Dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm scrolling down right now to see if I can find the other. W what's one. my name? Probably. Nice for what? Yeah. Um. Uh. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, Even scrolling. Hotline Bling, I think, only oh, went yeah. number two. Yeah. Hotline only went number two. Like, and you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't, it's out of a career of maybe like 60 plus singles, maybe 70 plus singles. He only has like seven number ones, and you guys expect him to go number one every single time? Like, that's unrealistic as fuck. Exactly. And with the whole right. DJ Khaled and Pop Star, you know, the DJ Khaled songs, a lot of people yeah. theorize this. I, obviously, I don't know the exact business deal that went down, but a lot of people say, you know, this was Drake trying to experiment. He gave the songs to Khaled to release because if Khaled, you know, releases them and they flop, he could be like, look, that's DJ Khaled stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know the truth. But what I heard is, like, he was supposed to get Popstar and then Grease just leaked. So they yeah. gave him Grease as well. But that's another thing, too. Drake's been having a ton of leaks lately. But... Exactly. Yeah. But I think, though, I will say Drake is, I feel like Oprah's bank account not doing well commercially will go down as, like, the biggest... <laughs> Like, what happened in history? You know what I mean? Uh, nah, but I think even more what the fuck one was, like, in 2015, Mike Will dropped a song featuring Future, Wayne, and Kendrick, and, like, no one in the world heard the song. Oh. Sorry, give me one second. Sorry, my bad. But, oh, yeah, yeah like, that song, like, nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But yeah, another day, another group of people that's good as open flop. Yeah, man. It's it just like, but I will say though, the fact that Oprah's bank account didn't even make top forty is like concerning. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. feel like I think, had, went, I think it went thirty-eight. I'm on the hot one hundred now. It says peak position fifty-five. Oh damn, that's even worse. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> J Cole Snowball Bluff was like fifty-one or some shit. So. Exactly. But yeah. and it, but though I feel like there has to be some outside factors of what affected that song. You know, maybe some. Like, I think it see. dropped in midweek. I think it dropped midweek. But even still, I yeah. think it should have done better. But come on, Drake, the baby, and Yachty. Yeah. And this was the baby coming off hot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it, it's weird. It's just like. Mm -hmm. I don't. I can't give a reason though. I feel like it. It'll just kind of go down as one of the biggest mysteries of what, why yeah. did this song just flop so hard? Um, mm -hmm. and I would say quarantine. No, I just want Rockstar did well, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. People calling up my phone like I'm locked up nonstop. Uh, so. <laughs> So yeah, so you think Drake's gonna drop the album before uh, the end of twenty twenty? Before October eighth. Okay. Why do you? Because that's when bundles stop counting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. gotta get that Nike stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's gonna drop. It's gonna sell great. Everyone's gonna say, "Well, the album wasn't good," but and then the whole cycle repeats again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Though, and then it's just. I feel, so if we go back to 2010, I just remember it was actually a really exciting time because we were just seeing a heap of new artists that would end up. We were being introduced to new artists, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would end yeah, up yeah. doing great things. The Wiz, the Drake, the Kendrick, you know, yeah. all of these people. And it's just, it, it's just, I feel like we're in that time again, to be honest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we're, there's a, it feels a bit different right now, though, because. A lot of the artists that we were introduced to were artists that were signed to our favorite artists. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right? Like, Drake came under Wayne. Sean came under Kanye. Uh, Ross came under... I mean, Meek mm -hmm. and Wally came under Ross. Like, even Wiz, like, I heard of because of Currency. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Spin now it's, like, ready. these artists that, like, they have their own, like, following. They built it from the ground up, whatever, whatever. And it's really interesting. Yeah. Why are these artist-run labels so terrible nowadays? I don't think anybody needs a label, especially something run by an artist. Because a lot oh, of these yeah. artists, they know it's how probably to make just hits, terrible splits. Can't. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm just really excited to like view how the Rod Waves and the Da Babies and the Roddy Riches and mm. you know the Kid Leroy's and all of those yeah. guys kind of turn out in the next yeah. few years. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll be talked about in following episodes here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think that just about wraps it up. If you made mm -hmm. it to this far, made it this far, you know what I mean? You better give us, you know, five stars on Apple Podcasts, you know, save yeah. us on Spotify. Run it Show up. Show us some love. Hit the like button. Do all of that. And yeah, yeah with that, it's been your boy T-Stomp. I'm out here with. Martian. We'll be back next week. Oh, yeah. No problem. All right. Peace out, fellas.